A good Mayed, a good Yantif. The uh, Torah tells us in Pashas Emar, which is the main place where uh, the Torah discusses um, the myths of Sukkot. And by the way, today's learning is Lili Nishmas, Rav Nacham Zev, Barav Yosef Doiv, um, Mr. Farbowitz's uh, father. Nisham Shavon Ali, and be a Meilat Yosher for the entire Mishpacha, for all the children, grandchildren, great grandchildren, Ad Biyaskoy Al Tzedem. So his Zechus should be a Megan for the entire Mishpacha. So the Torah tells us in Parshas Emar that the mitzvah of Sukkis, the Torah says, Aman Yedu Sechem, so that all future generations should know, Kiba Sukkis, Hayshafti, Espenei Yisrael, that all future generations should know that I situated the Klal Yisrael in Sukkot, when I took them out of Mitzrayim, Ani Hashem Aleikeichem, and um, you may be familiar with a lot of the information that we're going to learn today, but as they say, Ein Beis HaMedrash B'Lai Chidosh, hopefully, as a Hashem, we will add a few novel points, but uh, we know there's a Machlikis Tanoim, it's actually a Machlikis between the Bavli and uh, the Sifra, who says what, between Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Akiva. But nevertheless, Rashi tells us, Ki what does it mean that I situated the Bnei Yisrael in Sukkot? Anani Kavod. This refers to the clouds of glory. We know it's Machlekes Tanoim, whether it was Anani Akavod or it was Sukkot Mamish. But nevertheless, Rashi seems to be taking sides in this Machlekes, which is... Um, not really Rashi's regular practice. Rashi is not one to take sides in a is Tanoim. But nevertheless, Rashi chimes in and Rashi tells us the simple meaning of the Pesukim. Rashi says in the beginning of Bereshis, I have come merely to teach you the simple interpretation of the Pesukim. And one may think, one may say, well, the simple interpretation of the Pesukim is that we sat in booths not in some type of miraculous protection, but nevertheless Rashi feels that the simple interpretation of the Pesukim, Kibasukos HaShavti, is Anane HaKavay, miraculous clouds. And this is the opinion of the Targum as well. Bedil de Yidun, Darechot, so that all future generations should know. Arevim Taloyos Anoni, Oisevis Yas Bnei Yisrael, Be'apakusi Yasen Me'ara de Mitzrayim. That all future generations should know. That in clouds of glory, bimataluyus anoni, clouds of glory, I situate the Bnei Yisrael. Why does Rashi feel that this is pshutai shalmikra? Well, the super commentaries on Rashi, I believe the Mizrahi points out that the language of Hayshavti implies that this is something God did for us. If it was merely sukkais mamish, it would say kiba sukkais. Right? implies this is something that on God's part He is giving to us and therefore the simple interpretation of the Pasuk is and in fact as uncharacteristic as it is for Rashi to take sides in Machlik is Tanoim the Shulchan Aruch which is certainly not a safer of Drush the Shulchan Aruch itself takes sides in this Machlik is the Machaber and some Tafresh Non Tafresh Chafhei, Mechaber says, Basukais Teshvu Shivas Yamim, Ki Basukais Hayshavti Espenei Yisrael. What does this refer to? Heim Anane Kavod. This refers to Anane Kavod Shehikifam Bahem that God surrounded us with Leval Yikam Shara Veshemesh.
so that we would not be smitten by the heat and the sun. Okay. The obvious problem is that if the reason we sit in Sukkot is to commemorate that Hashem situated us in Sukkot when He took us out of Mitzrayim, the obvious problem is, well, we left Mitzrayim in the month of Nisan, in the spring. So it would be most logical to sit in Sukkot, not in Tishrei, but rather in Nisan. And this is the well-known question of the Torah in Sim and Tafresh Chafhe. The Torah asks, Even though we left Mitzrayim in the month of Nisan, God did not command us to sit in Sukkot in Nisan. Why? That's what you normally do. That's what you normally do. And therefore it would not be recognizable why you're sitting in the sukkah. A lot of people go out in the springtime to enjoy the, the spring weather. Lefishu yumay sakayetz. Sukkah's time is the end of the summer. V'daf kaldam lasay sukkah letzel. And it's the, excuse, right, the Nisan time is the beginning of the summer. And many people, they go out into the sukkah, they go out into their huts, they go out into their backyards, and they lay in their hammocks. It would not be recognizable why we're doing the mitzvah. Therefore God commanded us that we should sit in the sukkahs in the seventh month, which is the rainy season. And it is normal for a person to leave the sukkah then, right? What do people do sukkah's time and tishrei time? That's the time you start gathering in all the backyard equipment. You bring in the grill, right? You bring in the hammock. You bring in the, uh, the uh, porches. You bring in, you know, the places that you hang out in the springtime. And it's time to, you know, spend time in the indoors. Now it's indoor season. The sukkah's time is indoor season. So when people see Klal Yisrael, they're leaving their homes and they're going into the great outdoors, they're not thinking they're going outside to enjoy the weather. Look, it's, uh, it's, that's when the rainy season begins. So this way it's recognizable that we're doing it for the mitzvah. We leave the house. This way it's recognizable to everyone. That the command of God is upon us. That the Anani had covered return. They went away. So we'll see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. That's maybe that's what. Let's see. That's the question of the Torah. The Torah wants to know. The Torah wants to know why did Hashem command us to sit in Sukkot to commemorate the Exodus of Egypt? Well, to commemorate the Exodus from Egypt, we should sit in the Sukkot. Pesach time, right? We should be eating the matzah in the sukkah, eat the marah in the sukkah, eat the charoises, have a seder in the sukkah. After all, it's commemorating precisely the exact same event. Okay. But, we could add that the Torah has not completely answered the question. Why not? Because the Torah is merely giving us a reason why this season was chosen. But he has not provided us with a reason why this precise date was chosen. In other words, if the reason we sit in the sukkah in the rainy season is because this is a time of the year that it's recognizable, well, think about it. We don't start davening for rain until sukkah is over. So technically the rainy season has not begun. 
If you want to really make it recognizable, you should sit in the sukkah January, you know, when it's, when it's snowing outside. I mean, we've explained why we haven't used that half of the year. Okay, we've narrowed it down now to six months. But why precisely this time, the 15th day of Tishrei? Okay. Another major, very fundamental question is that we know in the Midbar, there were three major miracles in the, in the Midbar. You had the man in the Zchus of Maishar Abenu. You had the Anani HaKavoy in the Zchus of Aaron HaKayin. And you had the Be'er in the Zchus of Miriam. Right? How do we know he had the bear in the schus of Miriam? Because as soon as Miriam died, they had no water to drink. How do we know they had the man in the schus of Moshe? That's what we learned in the Gemara and Tainus. That the man, Moshe, the Anani HaKod was in the schus of Aaron HaKoyen because Bayar right? they saw we were, uh, we were revealed. I have a question for you. You have three things. You have food, you have water, and you have the clouds of glory. Of these three miracles, which one would you say is the most important? The clouds, the I would say either the food or the water. Yeah, if you're in a desert, you either need to eat or you need to drink. Do you need heavenly clouds? That's a luxury. That's a luxury. It's not a luxury. You can't live with the sun. If you were completely exposed. So you build a tent. No, if there were no one on there covered, you wouldn't live. You build a tent. Yeah. You build a tent. They didn't, Jews only complained. They complained From about Mayim and they complained about food. They didn't complain about the Ananiya Of all the things to make a yomtif over, are you going to make a yomtif to celebrate clouds? I mean, when was the last time you woke up in the morning thinking, you know what? Oh, see, I hope it's a cloudy day today. You're a lifeguard. Right? Even, <laughs> You're a lifeguard. <laughs> right? Even now we go swimming indoors. But nowadays, nowadays, when was the last time you woke up in the morning in the summer, you know? I really hope it's a cloudy, cloudy day. Not just regular clouds. Thick, dark clouds. When was the last time you were happy about clouds? Food! You have a good lunch, you know? Well, you'll, maybe you remember to say thank you to your wife. You have a good drink. Okay, but clouds? And of all the Nisim that we celebrate, what do we celebrate? There is no yumt of commemorating the man. There is no yumt of commemorating the air. Well, a yumt of what? Commemorating clouds. I mean, come on, you got the wrong miracle. You got the wrong miracle. And this question is raised by the Beis Alekim in the Shar HaYesodos, in Paraklam and Zion, the base of the Ma'abit. It's also brought down by the Chida, in Parshas Emar. And one answer that is given that we're not going to get into today is precisely the fact that it was a luxury is why we celebrate it. Because what's the big deal? God gave us food. He threw us in the midbar. He has to give us food. We're going to die without food. God gave us water. Shkayach. He threw us in a desert. He has to give us water. But the fact that Hashem is not only concerned with our necessities, but He's concerned for making life pleasurable for us, that demonstrates a certain... Uh, element of the relationship we have with Rebbe Hashem, that he loves us so much, he's interested in providing even for things that we don't need. But we would like to explore today um, some added insight into this question. Clouds? We didn't need it. We could have had regular clouds. We needed clouds of glory. Mr. Sherman. Mr. Sherman, God could have... Uh, 
put regular clouds. But yeah. these were not regular, these were Anani HaKavod. Now, Ananika means that this was uh, God's uh, presence. Yeah, God, God's presence. God could protect it. He could have made an umbrella. He could have given us sunscreen. He could have given us um, suntan lotion. Suntan lotion. <clears throat> Some people like to get a suntan. People in the hottest days of the years, right? They sit in direct sunlight. They take it in. Yeah. Okay. Now, as I said, we're going to take a look at a, an amazing diok that really the Yemesha Chachma draws our attention to. And that is the, uh, what Sukkot is called in Parshas Mishpatim, in Parshas Kisisa, and in Parshas Emar. Parshas Mishpatim. What is Sukkot called? Chag Ha'asif. The Yom Tif of gathering. What do we gather? The grain. We gather the green. Is it called Chag HaSukkos? No. Is it called Mayadim L'Simcha? No. It's called Chag HaAsif. Parshas Kisisa. What is the Yom Tif of Sukkos called? Chag HaAsif. All of a sudden, we get to Sefer Vayikra, Parshas Emar. Chag HaSukkos Tasa Lecha Shivas Yamim. Chag HaSukkos? When did it become Chag HaSukkos? What happened? Why in Parshas Mishpatim and in Parshas Kisisa it's not called Chag HaSukkos? And all of a sudden we get to Sefer Vayikra it's called Chag HaSukkos. Okay. Let's take a look at another Medrash in number 8. This is Medrash Shemais Rabbah Parsha Beis Oishe. On the Pasuk Vayina Ages Hatsoyin Achar HaMidbar Amar Rabbi Yeshua Lama HaYeroidei Flam Midbar why did Moshe run to the Midbar? Moshe realized that Klaiso would be greatly elevated in the Midbar. Shinamar, Mizais Oila Mina Midbar. Who is this who rises from the Midbar? Shahaya Lahem in Midbar Haman. They had in the Midbar the Man. Vihaslav. Vihabe'er. Vihamishka. Vihashkina. Kihuna. Malchus be'anane ha'kavayid. So, is this medrash good for you? You like this medrash? There's a major problem on this medrash. What's the major problem on this medrash? It's out of order. It's out of order. Because, wait a second. When did the Bnei Yisrael start getting the man? The first day of When they're out of Mitzrayim. When they're out of Mitzrayim. Really? Right when they left Mitzrayim? No. The matzah that they took out of Mitzrayim lasted for how long? 40 days. 30 days, right? (coughs) Until Pesach Sheni. So if that's the case, the man they didn't have right away. But the Anani HaKavod, when did they get the Anani HaKavod? Immediately. The uh, the Anan protected them from the Mitzrayim uh, firing the nuclear missiles. Right? So if that's the case... The matanos that Klal Yisrael got in the Midbar that are described in this Medrash are out of order. First it should say, and then it should say all the others. Okay. Next question is one of my, my uh, favorite questions. And that is, raise your hand. <coughs> Who here bought the Lulav and Esrig before Yom Kippur? Uh, I can testify to that, right? <laughs> Who bought the Lulav and Esrig before Yom Kippur? 
technically I did. Technically you did. Because I paid for it before. You paid for it before. I hope you didn't use a check. Because? Check is not a Kenyan. Really? Yeah, it's a promissory note. What? what happens if they cash it? Oh, if they cash it, that's a, but that's a discussion in halacha. If you want, they, <laughs> it's a discussion in halacha. Most contemporary poskim hold checks are not cash, and therefore, since you need to own your esrog midai raisa, and midai raisa, midai raisa, if you give kasev. But if the person gives it to you and you pick it up and you do mishicha and the person is selling to you is mine, ah, they give it to so you. So kasev is a kinyan. Hagba is not a kinyan midai raisa. No, 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 but it's good. It, 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 On metatolin. Only kasev. Now the chachamim were masakin that hagba is a kinyan. But that ain't going to help you for a dairaisa. So therefore, it is recommended that you actually pay for your lulav and esrig before the yamtif of sukkis and don't buy it on credit and don't buy it with a check. I'm going to Why? A check today is considered by kasev. Not in halakha. Yeah, kasev doesn't bounce. Checks do. Okay. But in any event, anyway, but that's a side point. Yeah? <laughs> uh, that's a side point. People, yeah. um, so if you want, by the way, if you want to pay with a check, it's okay. always recommended to have a nickel on you, give the nickel also, unless you know for sure they're going to cash it before the young. Okay. But it has nothing to do with anything. In places that they have a lot of esrog merchants, let's say Main Street, right? There is no shortage of these reason, the people who are, are haste and zealous to do mitzvahs, they buy beautiful esrogim. When? Any person, based on his assets, should honor God with what he has. In other words, buy it before Yom Kippur. Why? And these chus, well, there's no mitzvah to buy a lulav and right? There's no mitzvah in the Torah to buy a lulav and But the thought... What? You're not allowed to steal it, you have to buy it. Yeah, but there's no mitzvah to buy it. The mitzvah is to take it on, on right. Sukkot, right? Yeah, but Yeah, but there's no... The, buying a little of an esrog is not one of the 613 mitzvahs. It's a mitzvah. But the thought of doing the mitzvah will retroactively join up with the act of the mitzvah to tip the scales before Yom Kippur. In other words, says Amati Ephraim, when should you buy your Lulav and Esrig? Before Yom Kippur. This way, buying the Lulav and Esrig, what? Will tilt the scales. Will tilt the scales. Unless you know, you'll, get it, but you'll be able to get better merchandise after Yom Kippur. Very interesting. So the Amati Ephraim, I could have gone two ways. I could have said, you know what? Better to buy the Lulav and Esrig before, tilt the scales, or... Maybe buy it immediately after Yom Kippur to go from one mitzvah to the next mitzvah. Like the Mate Ephraim says with the mitzvah of Sukkah. What does he say in number 10? When it comes to Sukkah, he says, oh, when should you build a Sukkah? Immediately after Yom Kippur. Immediately after Yom Kippur. 
Well, why don't we say build the sukkah before Yom Kippur to tilt the scales? After all, there's a bigger Indian to build the sukkah than there is to buy a little of an esuk. Because actually, building a sukkah, you can make the case that building a sukkah is also a mitzvah. Yeah, but if you build a sukkah before, you're building yourself a hut for the sun or whatever. The sin is Why? You're building it for sukkahs. No, you're building a shame sukkah. Yeah, it's not a sukkah yishana. If you, you build the same sukkah, you could do it all the whole year. And then uh, certainly within 30 days, even Beishamai says, right, you could build it within 30 days. So why is it when it comes to Lulav and Esrig, you should buy it before Yom Kippur? Because you want to tilt the scales. And when it comes to sukkah, you should build it after Yom Kippur to go from one mitzvah to the next. I could have said the exact opposite. Build the sukkah before to tilt the scales. Buy the Lulav and Esrig right immediately after Yom Kippur to go from one mitzvah to the next. Sukkah you can use all year round. So if you if you, if you, if you build the sukkah too, too early, you can say, yeah, you're building it for personal use. You know, not to do it but again, we have in the Mishnah... The Abamina can only be used on sukkahs. Okay. But sukkah, the Mishnah already gives us the klal that uh, the time frame for the mitzvah of sukkah is within 30 days. Yeah. Okay. So now we come to something that uh, it seems that you're all familiar with. And that is the commentary of the Vilna Gain on Shir HaShirim. Yeah. And, uh, and the Vilna Gain, I always like to review this um, in my mind every year, really gives us a completely different understanding of the entire Yamtif of Sukkot. But I, I saw recently that this comment of the Vilna Gain is actually the Targum on Shir HaShirim. On the Pasuk that says, Ad Sheyafuach Hayoim Vinasu Hatzilalim, look at the Targum and Shashirim, the Targum says what we're about to say. Says the Vilna guy, let me tell you something. Everybody knows that when Klal Yisrael left Mitzrayim, we had Ananaya covered. But we don't make any yamtif on having the miraculous Ananaya covered. After all, we don't make a yamtif for the man, we don't make a yamtif for the be'er. The Jewish people do not make yamim toivim out of miracles. We don't just make a, mir- uh, a yamtif. Oh, a miracle happened. Make a yamtif. Many miracles have happened. Look at... What? See, it's not a miracle. It was thousands of miracles. Just the fact that a miracle happened, we don't make a yamtif. Make a yamtif. It's to commemorate the miracle? Besides Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Do we make a miracle? Is it uh, to celebrate the miracle? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Or is it to celebrate the fact that we were not annihilated, or not wiped out, or that the mitzvahs were preserved? Just the fact that a miracle happens, look in the Gemara. Look how many miracles are mentioned in the Gemara. When, um, when somebody lit candles uh, with vinegar and it, and it burned, do we make a yamtif because of that? When uh, hundreds of, of instances of tchiyas hamesim occur in the Gemara, we make a yamtif? When the sun comes out, we don't when, when a miracle happens by itself, that may not be sufficient reason to make a yamtif. Let's see. Let's explore this. <coughs> Rather, what happened? Says the Vilna Gaon, With this we could answer what we asked. Why do we sit in Sukkot and Tishrei? If it's to remind us of the great miracle, we should have made Sukkot and Nisan. In Nisan is when the Anonim surrounded us at first. 
Aval Nires, says the Vilna Gain, and this is not the Vilna Gain's own Chiddush. Again, this is brought down in the Targum on Shir Hashirim. Lefi Shekisha Asu Esho Egel Nistalku Hoanonim. Right? You remember this. When we made the Egel, the Anane Akavid left. So think of that. When did Klai Yisrael make the Egel? Yedzai and Tammuz. So Moshe, what happened on Vav Sivan? Moshe Abena went up to Har Sinai to receive the Torah. He comes down when Yudai and Tamos, he sees the Jewish people making the Egel. He breaks the Luchais. What happens? Hanani HaKavayt. Adios. They disappear. What happens to the future of the Jewish people? It's in jeopardy. What does Hashem say to Moshe? Holy Moses, I am going to wipe out this people. And I'm going to make you into your own nation. So Moshe Rabbeinu Damana saved them. So Hashem says, fine. But I don't want to be with them. I'll send my angel to guide them. I'm not going to guide them myself. My presence is not going to lead them. So Moshe Rabbeinu goes up to Harsinai another 40 days. From when? From Yudches, Tammuz, until, until right before Elo. He goes up a third time. God says, let's take, let's take two. Come up. And when Moshe Rabbeinu comes down on the 10th day of Tishrei, he hears the two magic words, Salachti Kidvarecha, you are forgiven. I will not destroy the Jewish people. But guess what God said? They're forgiven. But you go your way, and I'll go my way. And we have nothing to do with each other anymore. Yeah, you have to do the mitzvahs, and I'll reward you, and I'll punish you. But that relationship is not there. Remember Abzalag? When we used to go to Shimon's Pizza every Tuesday afternoon together. So fine, I forgive you, but I'm not taking you out to Shimon's Pizza anymore. That's it. I don't like Shimon's Pizza. Rabella, wherever you like. Yeah, wherever you like. But we can't do that anymore just because I'm not holding a grudge against you and I forgive you, but I don't love you anymore. That's so Yom Kippur. Klai Yisrael heard the wonderful news. Salachti kidvarecha. However, in a sense, it was de- it was devastating. You know why it was devastating? Because God said, "Hine anochi sholech malach." I'm not going to guide you anymore. I'll send you my angel. Says the Vilna Gaon. They're very important. The Oz loichazru the Anani Hakava did not return. Ad shehischilu lasos hamishkan until they began to build the mishkan. Now, when was that? Moshe came down on Yom Kippur. Now Yom Kippur, they hear the magic word, The next word, Moshe gave them the command to build the Mishkan. What day was that? The 11th. And the Jewish people brought Nedavos for how many days? Baboiker, Baboiker. The 12th. The 13th. What happened on the 14th? They stopped bringing. On the 14th, all the wise-hearted people brought Moshe the gold by count, by weight. And then, on the 15th, when they built the Mishkan, guess what came back on the Mishkan? Ah, that's a good question. 
So let's so let's just get first what the Vilna Gaon is saying. Says the Vilna Gaon, the Sukkis is not a celebration of Anani Akavid. It's not. We don't celebrate miracles. We don't celebrate the Man. We don't celebrate the Be'er. That's what we're adding from the Gaon. We don't celebrate miracles. It's not a celebration of Anani Akavid. It's a celebration of the return of the Anani Akavid. And the return of Anani Akavid happened precisely on this date. On the 11th, they were commanded to build the Mishkan. The 12th and the 13th, they brought Nedavites. The 14th, they stopped. The 15th, they started building. That is when the Anani Akavid returned. Was the Shekhinah in the Anani Akavid or it only came when the Mishkan was... Uh, the Shekhinah was the Anani Akavid. Now Rabbi Isai, Let's think for a moment, because that year, Rosh Hashanah was what day of the year? Shabbos. Shabbos. That means the first day of Sukkot was? Shabbos. Shabbos. If that's the case, how are they allowed to build the Mishkan on Shabbos? More than that, they're not allowed to build the Mishkan even on the first day of Yom wasn't The first and eighth days, the Torah tells you it's Yom Tov. Well, that we don't... Well, Okay, so let's see. Let's see for a moment. But the Yom Tif came after the fact. Right? Let's see. The, in the Avodas HaGershuni, number 12, he quotes over this Volnagain also. Okay? And the fact that God relented and He acquiesced to dwell among the Jewish people. Not to deliver us into the guidance of an angel, like God had set out originally. And Klai Yisrael said, No! If God, you don't lead us, we're not leaving. We want you. Instead, God allowed the Shekhinah to dwell among us. Why? He has a little bit of a different account. On the 10th, Moshe came down. He told B'nai Yisrael to build the Mishkan. And that God would dwell among us forever. And God would never... Leave us. On the day after Yom Kippur, he commanded them to bring um, donations. Like it said, that is why God commanded us to keep Sukkot on the 15th. We want God's pleasantness to be upon us. So they comment on why HaKadosh Baruch Hu made the Yantav seven days. Here, Matan Torah, we celebrate one day. Why, why? because the Anani Kavod came back, is it a seven-day Yantav? Good question. Um, 
I don't know if we're going to answer it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, now let's look in the last paragraph over here just to address this last question. Because if it comes out that the first day of Sukkot was Shabbos, this doesn't fit into our Cheshbin because you're now to build the base Hamikdash on Shabbos. It is Mashma earlier in his explanation on Shashim Shabiyodal Betishi Natlu Kochacham Levi Mimoshas Azov. Amnam. Basically, what are we saying now? We're learning that Rosh Hashanah was Shabbos, Sukkot was then Shabbos. That means Yom Kippur was what day of the week? To, uh, to, uh, Monday. If Tesvav was, was Shabbos, Yodalit was Friday, Yodgimel was Thursday, Yodbez was Wednesday, Yodalif was Tuesday, Yom Kippur was Monday. Right? However, if you look in the Balaturim, the Balaturim says that on Shabbos the Torah was given. If that's the case, Yom Kippur of that year was on a... Tuesday. And on Wednesday, that means on Wednesday, Hashem told Moshe, Moshe told Kaisel to build the Mishkan. And they built, they brought Nadavos. You can't change the calendar date. The 50th day would have been Friday. Even though we gave it on the Shabbos, that's the 51st day. Okay, so but if Shabbos... Calendar, you, know, you would have to then work around with Kumbale and Chosta to get... Uh, a Tuesday uh, uh, if Yom Kippur was Tuesday right then it comes out when did they get the command to build the Mishkan Wednesday they brought in the Davos Thursday Friday Shabbos they said no more and Sunday they started building the Mishkan okay so this is a big discussion exactly how you reconcile what the Vilna Gain is saying with the calendar dates of that year but in any event Rabbi Sai. In any event, this is what the Vilna Gain tells us. The Vilna Gain is telling us that Sukkot is not a celebration of the miracle of Anani Akave. It's a celebration of the return of the Anani Akave. And in fact, many, many people point out that this Vilna Gain is precisely what the Vilna Gain explains, what we say in the Yom Tif Davening. We say, Ata v'chartanu mikol ha'amim. Ahavta isanu sabanu. Says the Vilna Gain, When did God select us from all the nations? He took one nation out of another. When did God select us? By which Yamtif? Pesach. Pesach. When did God show His love to us? What is Ratzon? What does it mean, Ratzisabano? It's not Kapara. God did not forgive us on Sukkot. If let's say, you know, somebody insults me and I forgive them, that's not Ritzoy. That's Kapara. I forgive you. But you insulted me publicly. Fine, I forgive you. But I'm not going to dance with you at my Simcha the way I used to. The relationship is not there anymore. The definition of Ritzoy is where I forgive you so much that our relationship reverts back to the way it was. It's Chadesh Yameinu Kekedem. That's beyond Kapara. 
Ritzoy is where the relationship is restored. So when was it Biratsisa Banu that God not only forgave us for the Egal, but what? He was Maratz at us. That's that's Biratsi Sabana. So the Vulnagan says, Ata Bakartanu Mikala Amim is Pesach, Ahafta Isanu is Shavuas, Biratsi Sabanu is Sukis. Look in the Siddur Hagra. Vihine bo hagimul shanis neged hashalish vugalam kisidra. Kiata bakartanu hubeis yitzias mitzrayim. Ahafta isanu is Maimon Harsina, like we've had many shiurim on what? The fact that Shavuas is like the chasana of Kha Isa, that God married us. And that's where Chagas Sukkot comes. So Rabbi said, it's an amazing thing. We're going to add something to the Vilna Gain, And something that we never spoke out before. Think about the next stanzas. Okay? God exalted us over all languages. When was that? We could say, back to Pesach. Because one of the reasons we left Mitzrayim is, Shaloi Shinu Es L'Shainam. V'kidashtanu b'mitzvaysecha. God sanctified us with His mitzvahs. When was that? Shavuos. V'kiraftanu malkeinu avadzen. He brought us close again. That's back to Sukkot. Yeah. Then we could add one more thing. What's the concluding stanza? He allowed his name to be called on us. The Gemara says, when you build the sukkah, Shem Hashem Chal Olav. The name of God takes effect upon the sukkah. So the last stanza could be going on the umtif of sukkahs also. The Shimcha Hagadol Hakadosh Aleinu Karasa may refer to the sukkah. Rabbi Isai, let's uh, break over here.